You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion and wavering bias. Monday, Monday, still July. If you're fucking wondering, we're still in July. Edward, how are you? Still in July? Yep. I'm not hating July. I'm not anti-July. I'm not anti-July. I'm not anti-July. It's no. been... Look, it does bring some fucking... Some cool weather. That's for damn sure. Real Saturday almost was. fucked me right up. Yeah. Nine degrees, not a temp that I'm used to. I can't even remember being particularly cold on Saturday. I mean, it wasn't warm, but it's never warm in winter. So I wasn't particularly shocked. No, well, you know what I mean. It's just wet and damp and cold, but that's all right. That's what you get I'm out of my wet, damp, cold house now, so I'm just in like the fucking, I'm in holiday mode. The park was wet and damp. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Wet and damp, baby. Yeah. Wet and damp. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. That's okay. We're here on a Monday. Yep. After. I've had a great weekend. I had a, like, I, zero complaints about my weekend. No. Zero complaints. I just. Really balanced. I thoroughly enjoyed my weekend. It was like a nice, good, honest, and balanced is probably how I'd term class mine as well. I had a balanced weekend. Mixture of family time, friendship time, hedonism, health. That's exactly my weekend. Yeah. Like, I ate healthy last night for the first time in fucking ages. You know what I mean? Usually I'm shipping in real, something really dirty, but Ella cooked. So mm. then I'm like, so I'm healthy there, mm. but I'm also ripping and tearing on Saturday night, but then I'm chilled on Friday night. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Walking on Saturday, I'm going to Bunnings, I'm hanging up fucking paintings and shit. Mm. So I'm doing everything. Yeah. It was every man's weekend. It was an every man's weekend. I went to the movies. I couldn't sit a Thursday night, still the weekend. Well, we've talked about this at length. Thursday night, technically when the weekend yeah, starts. Yeah, it starts then. I went and saw where the crawdads sing. Uh, Steph. What's a crawdad? It's a bird, I think. And uh, it's a very popular book turned into a film. Haven't read the book, have seen the film. Murder mystery in swamp marshlands. A crawdad Good. is a type of crayfish. Oh, there you go. It's a fish. They Not a sing? fish. Not a fish, a crayfish. It's like a lobster. And they sing. A crayfish. Why are they called crayfish if they're a crustacean? Uh, I don't know. There are other types of things that are called like something fish. (laughs) Well, it's an an altered form of the Middle English word crevice, which was derived from the Anglo-French word crevice. So fish has no business being there whatsoever. Uh, the syllable was heard and repeated as something fish frequently enough to alter the word towards a more English sounding name. Yeah, right. So this is just, this is people just becoming comfortable with the mistake until the mistake becomes the real word. Yeah. Like we're not doing it like that. Well, it's like I slightly am off on pronunciation of something and then you come into my life and you don't know the word, but you're hearing the mispronunciation of it. So then now that's your word and then you start to fuck it up and then someone in your life, you know what I mean? It's no, I, under- I, I understand I understand how it works. You do? And I, I like that. Yeah. But that's not healthy. a fish. So it's not a fish. I think we need to clear that up. Yeah. So don't go out there trying to tell people that cray- crawdads are fish because no, they're not. they're not. They're crayfish. Anyway, saw the movie Friday night, Thursday night. Great, good movie. Am I emotional all the time, anytime? Yes. So there's that. That's still there bubbling along below the surface. Anytime there's like a child in distress, I'm like, ah! So you cried in there? I didn't cry, but I was distressed at points. 
Now, that doesn't matter. That was a nice start to the weekend. That was just mum and dad. Mum and dad out for a bit of mum and dad time. Friday, family time. Me and my sister, Steph, we have Mexican together at our place. I cook. You cook to Mexican. I cook. Dad stands over at the barbecue watching over my shoulder, fucking giving me tips like I'm eight years old. Was it annoying? Yes, it was. But was it nice to spend time with Dad? Yes, it was. But was it annoying? Yes, it was. Did I feel emasculated? Yes. Did he make me take the chicken off too early and then it was fucking undercooked? It was his fault? Yes, he also did that. So I, I did feel convicted because he was like, oh, you managed to chuck these back on. I'm like, yeah, you fucking reckon, Bill? Did you have to put them back on? Yeah. That's the problem with chicken. That's the problem with chicken. It's... It's a fine line that I've never felt comfortable walking on because undercooked, now you've got fucking salmonella on your hands, a bad case of it yeah, potentially, yeah, yeah. which will fuck up your day, your week, your life. Overcooked that bitch and it gets rubbery and dry and fucked. I don't think it's Use that all difficult. the juices. Juices. I don't think it's that difficult personally. Now listen, it depends though what you're cooking. I, look, depends how you. If you're cooking like a big, if you're trying to just cook a big fucking hunk of chicken breast, yeah, dude, that's going to be tough because you got to get that thing all the way through without burning the outside. You got who the fuck is cooking a big thick chunk of chicken breast? What psycho fuck is doing that? <laughs> like seriously, that's not. How, and maybe you do. Maybe like you boil it if you want to try and just get lean. But like. You just, I just hack it up a bit on the barbecue because it's all going in tacos and shit, baby. So it's like you put it on there. Yeah, like, sure. In big but bits this is never talking tacos. Well, that, that's what I was having. Yeah, I know. But I'm talking Mexican about chicken food. generally. Well, you didn't even realize that chickens were sold raw at the fucking Woolworths. So, like, I don't think that you're the person to come to for like chicken based shit, you know? And that's no disrespect. I eat a lot of you. chicken. You eat a lot of chicken, but you don't know. You like, you don't understand. I don't, I don't cook full Do you know chickens. what a chicken is before it dies? Like, or do you just think it's, it's chicken? Just, what do you know? Like what it is? What is it? It's a bird. Yeah. Oh, sh- I didn't know that. Well, thought it was they, a fish. Exactly. <laughs> thought it was a fish. So Dang you right. fucked the chicken. No, I didn't fuck the chicken. Well, it sounds like you did. No, Dad. You didn't think it was ready, and you're at your house cooking it, and you got bitched into taking it off. Yep. So there's. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm I am certainly like I'd be liable if there was like if this was taken to court because I'm. I was involved. You're in driving. It. I'm driving. But dad is essentially on my shoulders. Dad may as well be sitting on my lap. Like, I can't see the road. You know what I mean? He's going, no, go this way, go this way. And I'm like, okay, all right, okay, okay, dad. Yep, 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 yep. you flip that one now, flip this one now. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. All right, whatever. And then take him in. And then I'm just out there cleaning the barbie. And my sister comes out and he's like, oh, you're going to need to, you're going to need to do the, the, the thigh fields again. They're a bit undercooked. I'm like, Arr! I fucking knew they were undercooked. Anyway, not a big deal. Did you? What did you say? Did you have words? No, I didn't have words to, but to dad. What's the point? What's the fucking point? But I did say to my sister, I fucking knew they were undercooked. But Bill needed a bloody Bill needed to be the Mister Barbecue Dad, and that's all right. I get it. I like it. You know, it's nice, but it's also annoying. The barbecue is it's such a an, weird yeah, place. It is, dude. It's like a it's like it's a, a weird place. It's, it's weird because. A lot of the time, men feel like it's their duty and it's and that they no one can barbecue better than them. Mm. Even though people barbecue maybe once a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? In summer. Like mm. so you don't really have that many barbecuing runs on the board I'm, I got to no, be an expert. I'm not a barbecue expert at 
all. I'm far from it, and I don't think that would shock anyone. <laughs> it does shock me. But <laughs> I, but it, but it's also not that hard. Like I'm not going to be able to whip up something like, wow, this man can play this barbecue like a concerto fucking violinist or pianist or whatever the fuck that is. I'm not able to play the barbecue like a violin, but I can play it. I can play the barbecue. I'm an, I'm very early doors. But if I'm just like cooking chicken. You can pick it up and plug away. I can plug away. Mm. Oh, is it hot yet? Seems to be. Let's put the chicken on. Chicken looks done. Take it off. That's me. I understand that. But I think that's 95% of people, right? Yes. Except people act like they're fucking... Concert pianists. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, world acclaimed, yeah. flying out the fucking Sydney yeah, Opera yeah. House and shit. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, brah... You're not Mozart. You're not Mozart, mate. You're the, like the rest of us. You're the guy playing you're at the, the pub. You're the Dubbo Stedford, mate. <laughs> you're the Dubbo Stedford. Yeah, exactly. Or you're just a dude who gets paid, like, maybe $50 to play piano at a bar somewhere mm. every on Thursday nights. It's hilarious as well because you've got Mr. Dubbo Stedford over there who's just throwing the chicken on and it's undercooked, it's overcooked. doesn't matter. You sit down at the table... Even if there's the most brilliant of uh, sides, beautiful salads, you got a fucking beautiful cheesy cauliflower, you got a potato bake that won't quit. Generally, generalizing here, cooked by the women, doesn't matter. It's all about how good that meat is. Yeah. That's what gets complimented. You live and die by the meat. <laughs> you live and die by the meat. And so when I, you know, tasked with barbecuing and then told that it's undercooked, and I'm like, oh, is it undercooked? Well, this reflects poorly on me. It does. As the driver. As the driver. But that's a problem because when it's your old man, you kind of don't have much – you can't really go back on him in the sense that, like, I can go back, but, like, it's a it's a fruitless exercise. You could just have a saddle wasn't cooked. Yeah. You could certainly be like – well, I did. I, when I went and picked it up – I think – I think I, – When I went and picked it up – You're well within your eyes to out. say something. No, I did. I go, when I went, I, when I went back in and, like, picked it up from the tray, he's like, oh, no, it's just the thigh fields. I go, oh, is it just the thigh fields? Is it undercooked? Oh, okay, right. So they were undercooked. Okay, fine. And I just walked out. And what did he say to that? Nothing. <laughs> he just kept chopping up the chicken. Because I was also – when I was out there, I'm like, I like to hack it up a bit on the, on the grill. The You've got your what? Because well, it, it allows a couple of things, Eddie, Dave. Tommy, partners, dribbles. It allows you to see you're not going to fucking get salmonella for starters, right? Yep. Which is first cab off the rank. First cab off the rank. It helps it to cook a bit quicker because you're just sort of breaking up. And then rather than... It's like butterflying a sausage. Yes. Which, which I know is, what, might piss people off. It's the only way to Sometimes I don't have 40 minutes. Dude. Sometimes I don't have 40 sausages minutes. Sausages are an absurdly slow meat to cook. I don't know what that skin's made out of, but it must be like Teflon or some shit. How well, does it take so long to cook? Is it density? got to be density i mean sure you think that's an intestinal thing i don't look i couldn't i couldn't speak with any confidence on any of it to be no. honest i'm not a mozart here no but what i do know time. is you butterfly that bitch cooking time goes down four five hundred percent dude it's like in five minutes you in less than five minutes you got a banger if pan hot enough bang is good to go in five inside five inside five easy I've as seen, opposed I've, to like 30 i've seen them done with three or four yeah now the the final note on the benefit of hacking chicken on a barbecue. For a Mexican context, is that you kind of do it. When you're putting it into your thing, it's not like perfectly chopped up bits of chicken. It's kind of a bit haggard and rustic and like, oh, look at this kind of shreddedy chicken vibe. So there's also an aesthetic to it that I think is pleasing when consuming in... It's got character. It's got character in the Mexican food context. That chicken's got character. Chicken's got a bit about it. 
Which is the highest praise you can give to a chef. A buddy dubbo, chef. A dubbo. <laughs> dubbo Severin. Severin. His chicken's got character. And how did it go down? No, it was good. It was good. We, was, uh, was compliments to the chef? No compliments given. <laughs> none. Um, none. Zero. Were you looking for him? No, Were you sitting there checking your watch going, Jesus? You know what? It was a communal effort to get the dinner on the table. So, like, someone was doing the... You did the meat. I did do the meat. But no one complimented anyone. So, it wasn't... You know what I mean? Like, they marinated the chicken. Big deal. Uh, like, so... And then, the, you know, prepared all the other shit. So, it was just more like, all right, we all did it. Thanks for dinner, everyone. Now, does it fucking burn a little bit? Yeah, it does. Didn't get any compliment. From my cooking, but we did pan it all into the earth. It was all gone. So sometimes that's the best compliment you can ever get, is that all of the chicken was gone, and we had to reheat extra tortillas because we were a piggish family. I don't think, Tom, in the fullness of my life, that I've ever experienced a situation where more tortillas weren't required. Yeah, there's never enough tortillas. Never. And I don't know what that's about. And my dad kept calling him flapjacks, and it was pissing flapjacks. me off. Flapjacks. It was pissing me off. He kept going, "Where are we got any more of these flapjacks?" I'm like, "Bro, what the fuck are you? You've never used that word in your life." What's a flapjack? It's like an American pancake or some shit. I'm like, "Flapjacks, Dad. What are we doing? No. You've lost the plot." No, they're not. Put, they're not called flapjacks. Going, fucking Whoa. need to heat up more flapjacks. Wait, what? So I always thought a flapjack was a pancake. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, what it says here on Google, it says it's a baked bar cooked in a flat oven tin, cut into squares or rectangles, made from rolled oats, brown sugar. So and he couldn't have been syrup. further. He from couldn't the have truth. been further. From so what it's what like almost like a little wheat bixie thing. It's a tortilla or it's a soft taco. Yep. Nothing else will do. No. Mm-mm. Nothing else will Nothing do. Nothing else. And they are never. There's never enough on the table. Never. Never. Ever. Ever. Now, I can appreciate that you might be under the impression that, listen, I don't want to take them all out there, heat them all up, because then the they ones at the bottom will get cold. I get that. That makes sense. No, yeah. It's, it, look, if you've got a microwave, then you're pretty good to go. But also, I've done the, I've done the math, and I've only got two. If you, if you, you know what I mean? If you're making Mexican food and you've only catered for two tacos each, people have been put in the Hague for far less. Far less. Far less. That's one of the most disgraceful things you can do. And also, now that I am essentially Eastern European through my ties to Stephanie and her family. We've well, married in. I've married in. I'm basically a wog now. Yeah. New money. Well, I'm just now, I have now like, you know, wog sensibilities. I need shitloads of food. At all of her family events, they're always like, or like, you know, they talk about like Evie and Zoe, right? Who... Uh, you know, I sort of forget that they are even related to any to Steph even or her family. But like Steph's gonna be like, there's Vogue babies, Vogue babies now, and like you know they're just pounding fucking cabbage rolls and shit. And I'm like, this is my life now. So then, if someone is under catering, I now like the rest of my family from East, from from Croatia and Serbia. I'm furious, furious. Where the flag you were furious before? Uh, imagine how now, how now. exactly. Exactly. Where are the flapjacks at? Because I've seen that done before. I've seen two tortillas served per person. I've seen it. Seen it with my eyes. You know what else is fucking disgraceful? You know what else is the? Uh, I think that people. I think I've th- maybe even said on the podcast before. The term we use in our house is mamange because it's stingy and Fijian. So when we go on holidays, I think it's just somehow it's something that like my old man or someone picked up was like stingy. So it's like if you've gone mamange on the flapjacks, um, but potatoes. 
I feel like roast potatoes at like a fucking dinner or meal, people under provide potatoes. Do you reckon? That is my experience. I can only speak to my experience. Potatoes, serious mamungay vibes. Not in my in my growing up, the potatoes were always good to go, probably because they're the cheapest. You know what I mean? You just fucking roll those bitches out, get into it. But Pan I understand out. what you're saying, and what we're saying, punters and dribblers, in a roundabout way is: don't go stingy on anything. Okay, just go overboard. Just go overboard. Go over the top. Yeah. Go over. Then the you top. have leftovers, dude. What's better than leftovers? Nothing. Nothing's better than leftovers. Some things get fucking just as good cold. You know what I mean? Sausages cold. Yep. Bang. Tacos like the next day. Thank you. Pizza. Boom. It's all good stuff. It's not yeah. as good, but it's fucking edible, bro. Oh Look no, it's way. good enough. Oh, it's In good terms enough. of like, a, I don't have to prepare anything. Here's something I prepared earlier. Yeah, it's a little cold, but fuck it. Yeah, but fuck it. Yeah, that shit for breakfast. Yep. Gorgeous. Um, anyway, that was Friday night. Saturday night, I went to a house party, a good old-fashioned house party. Haven't been to a house party for... Yonks? Yonks, dude. Yonks. This was like a combined birthday party with a few people. Of varying ages from like 28 to 32-ish. So just like this You're 33. I'm 33. Yeah, I'm older than all of them. Uh, I was basically the the fucking weird. I was like, they all thought I was a cop. Um, but it was fucking heaving. Chicks like dance floor tits out on the tables and everything. I was like, God damn. Me and Steph were like, mum and dad out and about on the town having a good time. We got sloppy together. Went out and had maccas afterwards. It was like, holy shit, I haven't done this for far too long. Mm. Had a great time. Great time. Met, there was a, I got come on by a random dribbler in the middle of the dance floor. And Steph was like, who the fuck was that? I'm like, don't know. Just a dribbler. And it was before the party was pumping. So, like, the dance floor was pretty sparse. Not really many people on there. And I was sort of coming through the living room dance floor to the balcony. And I've just been, come on! And I was like, holy fuck! Steph was like, did you just get come on the dance floor? I was like, yes, I did. Shout out to that guy, Tom. Love Good that. fella. Love that. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. So, yeah, house parties, dude. Nice, <laughs> oh, yeah. mate. Yeah. Proud of you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finding the old groove, mate. Yeah. Just in time for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you, mate. Mm, thank you so much. And how are you feeling now? Are you feeling good? Did you rip and tear? Go home early. Oh, I mean, it was... F- I was home about like 12.30. I mean, it wasn't... <laughs> I'm still a parent, Edward. I can't go too hard. I mean, come on, buddy. I can't I can't be out of control. That was wild enough. And I mean, you know, would it have been nice to rip? You know what? It probably wouldn't have been to rip any harder than we did. It was like, okay, I woke up on Sunday not feeling the worst. It was like, we just got to have a, I got to dip my toe back into house party life and then get the fuck out. Good for you, mate. Yeah. Proud of you, bro. What'd you do? Mate, fuck, flopped on Friday night. Thursday night, I can't remember. Oh, my sister came over. Shout out to my sister. Uh, got Japanese. Oh, yeah, cool. Fucking yeah, yeah. really crazy stuff. Friday chilled. Saturday, was just been fucking Mr. Handy, bro. You know what I mean? Hanging photos and shit. Hanging fucking artworks. Yeah, right. Had to go to Bunnings twice. Wow. You know? Wow. Got these little fucking D-ring things. 
and then they snapped as soon as I like put some fucking weight on it. Like, so not handy. Twenty kilos advertised. Is that the things that stick onto the wall? No, no, you got to drill them because they these the, these paintings we got didn't ha- they weren't hung like they didn't have the wire and shit on them already. You buy this thing from Bunnings and it's fucking advertised 15, 20 kilos. This thing does not weigh twenty kilos. Pull the the wire up, bim, D rings fucking snap. Had to go back and get like forty five kilo ones. Did you get pissed a me off because it wasn't av- well? I didn't want to. I didn't want to go up to the exchange desk, wait in line with fucking fifteen other punters yeah. to get four bucks back. No, no, be no, 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 no. You know what I mean? But it's not worth the four dollars to wait. That people long. do though. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm people not. do like people you play golf with who I see get ten golf balls out of the dollar but out of the dollar bin and they'll walk around the bush for forty five minutes looking for their ball. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> Drop another one. Yeah. You can have one of mine, you stingy cunt. <laughs> Mamunga. Mamungo. Mamungo. Piss me off. Anyway, so I'm not going to line up for $4 D-rings. I'm just not going to do it. No. Oh, they might not even be called D-rings. Doesn't matter. And so, Mamungo might not even mean stingy in Fijian. So let's just know that. Know that. Know that we don't know what we're talking about, but we are as advertised. Now, went up to the light. Went to the Wallabies is what I did. Went to the bees. How was that experience? Because obviously uh, we didn't win. But like, no, we didn't win, and I didn't expect us to win. To I did because we won the first game, so I expect wins now. Yeah, but we lost the second. Yeah, game. but I think the ref was fucked, even though I didn't watch it, mate. I refereeing in fucking rugby union, like mm. it's just unbelievable. We'll get to that. Yeah. Go up to the light, like Paddington on before. It's just because that's that's their bread yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. butter. Paddington doesn't hum like it does. When oh my god, it was fucking heaving at the seams, bro. Yeah. Like why they ever used to play Test at ANZ is just beyond me. Like their fucking spiritual home yeah. is Paddington. I'd love to know like how many liters of red wine gets pounded into the earth. On a like Saturday night pre and post a wallaby. Oh game. mate, you never you ne- like you go to the rugby league. No one's coming away from the bar with with fucking red wine. It just doesn't happen. No. It's everywhere at rugby union, they fucking love it. Pound it. Get into the light brigade, and it was fucking pumping. All the pubs on the walk up there, absolutely. Scarf Central, scarves, triple collars. Oh, the triple boots. Collar. Fucking, you name it, mate. We call the triple collar stadium seating. Yeah, the triple collar. You know what the triple is? Tobler, do you know what a triple collar is? No, can you remind me? So you will go a collared shirt. Yep. And then you'll go like... Usually a a polo Ralph Lauren. Yeah, and then you'll go a collared sweater. Usually usually a polo Ralph Ralph Lauren. Lauren. And then you'll go a jacket over the top of that. Not always. Not always polo (laughs) Ralph Lauren. Or maybe a vest even. Well, that's actually a great point. So you can go the four. You can go the quad. I saw the quad. I saw the quad. Harry O'Neill, you did do it. (laughs) The quad's rare, though. Really rare. I've only seen it once. It was at a Paddington pub, though. And it was Harry, who's a big rugby fan. But that was collared shirt, collared shirt, collared vest, collared jacket. No, wouldn't it have sorry, been the collared, jumper? Sorry, collared shirt, collared jumper, collared vest, yeah. collared jacket. Yeah. That's the quad. Rarely Stadium seen. seating. Rarely seen. Get in there, it's absolutely heavy, which is fun. But it's also like waiting for a beer is a big day. Yeah. You know what I mean? much. It's a lot. And that gets a bit annoying. Anyway... Fucking cars, shout out to him. He's just he's just stinging, fucking foaming at the mouth. He's mm. like, the gates open at six. We're gonna go here early. Blah blah blah. People are lining up, fed income from like because for the members, it's like mm. basically a free for all for those that don't know. As in what first in best dressed? It's first in best dressed, yeah, for seats. People line up from like four o'clock 
for an 8 o'clock game. I'm like, you cunts have lost your minds. It's as dribbly as it gets. If you're lining up four hours early for a Wallabies game, like, I can't respect that. No. Because I, no. I don't respect stupidity. That's why. Yeah. I don't. I, this is an anti-passion thing. I don't. I respect your passion. Mm. That's fine, but I don't respect sh- stupidity. No. It's as simple as that. It's not a smart decision. Mate. It's not necessary. Mm. I'm also bringing into question: What are you? How do? Where do you sit? Did you bring your own seat? What do you do with the seat after the fact? Do you store it somewhere? What do you? Oh, like, like, do you just stand four hours how in do a you line? Wait? How do you wait for that? Yeah, line? like what are you? Is there? Anything? Well, it's two hours in a line. Because the gate's open at six. Okay. But still. Whatever. Two hours in a line. That's like, you may as well just be at the fucking RTA. That's go like and how stand. long it takes to do anything. Mate, stand in the same spot for two hours. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You'll know about it. You will know about it. Anyway, we get into the line 10 to 6, 5 to 6. Wait there five minutes. Gate's open. Roll in. We fucking went into the newsstand. We're like, eh, do we want to sit in? Eh, nah. Go to the fucking the the the, the members stand mm-hmm. like the fucking the one full chocker block full of character Tom. Yep. And you know the the up upstairs you can't drink outside, but yes. then there's the windows behind that, and there's like seats yeah, in the, that in that the, room. There's like the tables and stuff, you mean? But no, there's like and then one in one of the rooms there's oh, like yeah. seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang, sat in there, fucking rowdy ass, got blind, unbelievable. There was a dribbler of all people to be in that small room, dribbler. There you go. Buy me piss. Shout out to you, bro. That's not. Didn't remember his name. Didn't nah. remember Rick. His name. Rick. I'd had a couple. Didn't one ear and out the other when I've had a couple. Tom, you know that. Yes, I it's do. It's as simple as that. That's true. I apologise if it wasn't Rick. Know that I remember your face. And even then, I don't think he does. That may not be true. That may not be true, Rick. If that is in fact your name. Um, and a good padding tonight was hard. A good party tonight was had. Like, it was fun. You know what I mean? Yep. It's good good company. So that's all right. The game's whatever. Like, on several occasions. Was it a good game? It was okay. I was at a house party, as I told you. So I don't really remember. It was okay, Tom. Just on several it. occasions, I turned to, like, Freeman. I go, bro, what was that for? And he goes, I don't know. Well, that's what rugby is. And right? I'm like, if you don't know, no one knows. No, no, no. If it, that's what, that's like a hallmark of if you know you're watching a rugby game is when you have no fucking idea why a penalty was given. And the referees, you would argue, probably don't even know. They're just like, oh, yeah, it was a scrum penalty. For what? Well, you, you, you made that whole scrum collapse. Well, they're laws as well. So it's like in the interpret. It's like, you know, you can interpret laws however you want. Just depends. Which on is your what lawyer. lawyers do. Mm. You need a good lawyer. So the, um, yeah, the refs are out there going, Apparently. It was good. It was good to see the SCG p- pump though. It was like it was full. Yeah. Did we outscore them for tries and they just hit penalties? I don't know if someone told me that. Um, it was what twenty two seventeen in the end or something. No. Um, no four. Yeah, twenty one four at seventeen or something. Twenty two eighteen, maybe something like that. Um. Whatever. Whatever, Trevor. Whatever, Trevor. Um, while we are on the Wallabies, though, I just but think there was some. Just, oh no, you want to keep going? Yeah, there? I, I was going to say like. No, no, no. You keep going, bud. Where you go? No, no, you keep. going. I was going to talk about the game. <laughs> yeah, talk. That's what I was going to say. Okay, good. <laughs> um, it was. Put it this way. It was two some tri- of the passing, two tries each. Some of the passing I saw wouldn't have looked out of place in Div Three Oztag. That's all I'm saying. Not even Div Two. Div Three. Div Three. There was yeah. Div Three all about some of that passing. Really? Oh yeah. 
Shit show stuff. Really shit show stuff. Oh, I would like to say as well, Reese Hodges' cadence live, even more perplexing. Really? The he, cadence king. Yeah, the ca- well, he's not the cadence king, clearly, but <laughs> he's a long stride guy. The longest stride. Yeah. He'd have the longest stride in world rugby. It's, which is it's just not so even close. No, no, no. His stride's out of control. It's not even close. He needs to quicken the fight. He needs to shorten the stride, quicken the cadence. We've been saying it for a long time. He's got to get a shuffle going. Yeah. Well, if he's going long distance, he's shuffling, Eddie. We don't know because, I mean, I think that... I'd almost prefer a shuffle than what he's got going on. It's unruly. Gangly shit. Well, maybe we need to put it to the the cadence king, Roger Fabri, at some point. Imagine what Roger could do with Reese Hodge. He could turn him into quite the footballer. Into a sub-10? I reckon he could run a sub-10, sub-11, a punter's 10. There's no way he's breaking 10 now. Couldn't sub possibly. Sub-12's a punter's He's got a fucking boot on him, though. I'll give yeah, him he that. can kick. I can kick. Kick and kick. Kick and kick. Kick and kick. I just wanted to talk about, um, firstly, the gentleman who made his way under the roof. Was he pissing on two fans? Or just pissing and people I, got I, video? I, it looks to me... If I'm running an eye over the zoomed-in footage, it looks like he's just he's filming shit, but then he's but then he's gone fuck. I need to piss. He just whips the whips the boy old boy out and just pisses into the gutter. That's what I thought. Someone on Channel Nine, I think, on the news is like a guy urinating on fans. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't think so. he was pissing on people. I don't think so. He's just a man that got lost and found his way onto the roof, <laughs> and they want to find him. Like, is it his fault that he found his way onto the roof? He so, should have just sat there and enjoyed the game. That's the, you know what I mean? Like, it, why he chose to piss right in the corner of that thing is just... When, well, maybe he was trying to enjoy the game, but when you got to go, you got to go. Yeah, but you could just walk to the back of the area and just sort of find somewhere a little bit more subtle to hang a piss. It's not like you were invisible up there, bro. He was, he was up there for quite a while, I've been led to believe. I don't know for sure. He must have gone up the stairs. At the, like, you can see a door at the back. <laughs> Just walked yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, just walked up. To check the ACE. They're like the AC units and shit up there. So he's walked up and fucking walked to the front. Bit of fucking... Makes me nervous. Same, seen him like that close to the Makes edge. my hands clammy. Yep. I don't have a stomach for that sort of thing. It make, very off-putting. Sorry, I'm just going to photo of salmon swimming upstream. Just the whole concept of that is ridiculous. It's absurd. Like, why, why make fucking life so difficult? Reverse engineer it. Start yeah. upstream. Dude, start swim, down. swim downstream. Swimming upstream just seems counterintuitive. But also, it's not like you're swimming. The photo we're looking at, punters and dribblers, and the photos that they show you in the docos and the footage is not swimming upstream. It's like jumping up cliffs. Yeah. <laughs> These bastards are swimming up a waterfall. They're up waterfall, which looks really tough. And then bears will just be waiting up there. Just yoink. Exactly. That's the problem. The bears just wait at the waterfalls and go, thank you, thank you. Anyway, anyway, Wallabies fans, probably the winners of the whole game generally in the sense of, like, coverage. So we had the, we had the boy on the roof pissing onto people, getting the slug out. But then we had two gentlemen basically having a crack at Eddie Jones. One thing's for sure, Eddie, like, fucking talk shit Eddie Jones at your own, at your own peril. Or at least make sure that Eddie Jones has his 24-7 handler walking around with him because Eddie loves to turn around and be like, what the fuck did you say? The fuck did you say? Well, this guy's like, hold, hold me back, hold me back. It was... It was pretty funny. It Pretty funny. It's fucking hilarious. A, 
he obviously has. It obviously affects him. It obviously, it obviously affects him. Yeah, because you don't act like that. It sounds like you're a fucking traitor. It's like, yeah, fuck, whatever. Like, I'm coaching England. But technically, al- but also in a joking sense, he is. But it's a joke. Also, it, it's a bit of an insight into how he. It must conflict him. It would conflict you, dude. Because imagine if you uh, coached the English think cricket any, team, I'd be like, oh god! Every time they beat Australia, be like, like yeah. technically by the letter of the law, Eddie, you are a traitor. But like, no one, no one really like because it's it not doesn't really boil like, people's piss. Well, no, but also it's like it's a business now. It's not exactly. like it's a business, so it's like you're not a fucking traitor. It's not like it's war times, but like you someone can fu- call you, fu- you that, and it's like. I, listen, the guy, the first guy who said it, who shit his pants. Oh my <laughs> God, he got so weak. And then he like, the second he time ben he says it, he's it, basically dude. whispering it. He Ben crate it and goes, you're a, you're a traitor. You're a traitor. What was that? What was that? And he's like, and he just walks away, like steps back. But I think like, there's oh. one more he goes, you're a traitor. Yeah, you're, like he you're, was, you're, you're, you're like traitor. Like whispers run out yeah. there like that fucking was, pathetic. That was unfortunate for that. I, I was seeing the video going, I'm like, and obviously we posted it, but I'm like, God, that would be... Oh, I would turn around to my mate go and delete that. Delete that fucking video. <laughs> Do you not send delete that, that to the boys. Or delete that immediately because that does not show me in a good light. Then the second guy, he goes a bit harder, but you can't see him. No, that's a... I mean, if you're going to be a prick, that's a better way to do it. And obviously we're not here encouraging shit talking. But I'm also like... It wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like some. I heard some people saying it was abuse. I just think it's more like abuse. Like that's who, what sport is. Yeah, that's that's just like that's what you're paying your ticket for. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's that's the price of admission. Being Eddie, able to Eddie tell Eddie the coach up. he's a traitor. Yeah, Eddie. Eddie takes it to the aggression level. Like Eddie doesn't like it. That's okay. I get that Eddie doesn't like being spoken to like that. But like, what's Eddie gonna do? Like, is Eddie? I don't. Maybe Eddie's a fucking animal. I don't know. He seems like. Is Eddie gonna punch on? Yeah. Is he gonna punch on, or is it just like? Oh, I think it's highly unlikely. Yeah. But also, he's got a handler there because maybe he's thrown before and they've covered it up. <laughs> imagine if the handler wasn't there. It would have been interesting to see what Eddie would have done had he not. Could had you imagine if there was footage of Eddie getting in a fucking punch on with a fan? I tell you what, that would be so special. I didn't see who the second fan was. Both videos available on Hell Sports Instagram. But I imagine that in the f- the fan we do see, I think Eddie'd have him. I think Eddie'd eat that guy for lunch. Dude, I reckon Eddie's got an uppercut in him. You know, just a dirty boxing, dirty boxing. He'd bite and shit. Yeah. You know, well, you got. I mean, to get where he's got the tippy top of world sport, you got to you got to be a di- you got to be toe. you got to be a dirty bastard. Hundred mm. percent. You got to be kill. You got to kill or be killed. Yeah. I like put it this way. People He's, saying that it's abuse. Could you imagine if just walk walk this out with me, a New South Wales coach coach Queensland, the fucking abuse mm, that you would get mm, would be f- biblical. Yeah. But it's like it's all part of it, right? It's all part of it. It's all part of it. Yeah, it's a business. Yep, yeah, it's all money. But like uh, you, you te- are an Australian coaching England. So technically, you're a traitor. That's the reality of it. Technically, te- by the letter of the law, you're a traitor. And there's what? Well, that's it, we didn't come up with the rules. Listen, I didn't come up with the rules. They're the rules, though. It is what it is. This isn't like fucking, you know, Manly v. Bulldogs, Des going from one to the other, where it's like all business. This is nations. That's clubs. That's clubs. This is nations, yeah. dude. Yeah, nations. You don't, you don't sing the national anthem for fucking England, do you, Eddie? But if you change from one club to another, then you start singing that club song. So it's different. It's very different. 
Oh, I don't have a big problem with it, Eddie. I'm just letting you know what the what the laws are. I don't have any issue with Eddie doing it. No. But I think it's fair to say he's still a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> On our rules, I wouldn't yell it out at you because I, I don't care. I wouldn't go to the footy and yell it at you. I don't care. I wouldn't do it. And I'm not But if you it. put a gun in my head and said, "Is he a traitor or not?" I'd have to answer. I'd honestly. have to say yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because because you are because you are <laughs> you fucking you are a traitor. <laughs> not my rules. Not my, it's not the rules that we've set out to define who and who isn't a traitor. I didn't come in here. To my own podcast studio on a Monday morning to call you a traitor. I didn't want to do it. No. But you've put, you've put me in that situation. We have to react to what we see, and we see a traitor. <laughs> there lies a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, take your hollow win. <laughs> you fucking traitor. <laughs> take your hollow July win, you traitor, and fucking beat it. <laughs> Back to Mother England, you fucking traitor. <laughs> Oh, oh God. Anyway. Um, British Airways as well. Qantas wouldn't fly you. No, no, no. Not allowed. Not allowed to fly Qantas no. anymore, mate. No. You can't not fly. Qantas don't fly traders. <laughs> Simple as that. No. I, I, don't you think now it's going to happen way more? Cunts are going to just start calling Dude, a trader way more. He's going to get pounded into the earth yeah. now. Yeah. Twice in one uh, in one in one evening of rugby no, that's No, it's he's now. He's tried to punch on. Mate, it's now a thing. As if, it wasn't, as if it wasn't already, because yeah. it clearly was, because well, he's clearly got a was, handler. Well, he's a fucking trader, but... <laughs> a trader. Now it's going to be non-stop. It's non-stop now, Eddie. Know that. Know that. Uh, what else? The All Blacks lost. First time in a... What, 1998? By the time this comes out, but I just heard from someone else that they're going to sack their coach today. I was told... I'm parroting fucking rugby union information that I was told, because I wouldn't know otherwise... Uh, that he was given, he was the assistant to Hanson, and apparently the ABs is like real boys club shit. No one thought he was up to it. The Crusaders coach should have got it. You know the one that dances yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, but the boys club prevailed. They've got this guy in there who's an assistant at best, picking the wrong side, coaching the wrong way. Yeah. The ABs getting dusted at home, Bruh. It's all. I, it's look. The betting, I'm pretty sure France are favourite for the World Cup now next year in their own country. But know this, as if I needed to remind people from the north, but I will anyway. You don't get World Cups. No. You lost on a technicality in 2003 because the heavens opened and the rains poured. Dry trait, you lose. That's just, that's considered fact. So I'm prepared, Tom, to put an asterisk next to 2003. I know that you would too. Uh, yeah. In which case, the North has won no World Cups. Well, hasn't England won two? No. No, they haven't. Did South Africa beat them? Yes. Yeah, right. In the one where there was no try scored, which was the... South Africa's beat them twice. No, they beat them in 2007. <laughs> Who'd they verse last? I think they've... They, they versed England in 2019. And South Africa did. And then they also... In so England's been to three World Cup finals won one of them. And did they lose to South Africa? I think Eddie yeah, Jones is a part of that one as well. Trader. 2007. Eddie Trader. Jones is a part of that one. Yeah. He's got form. I mean, shit. Like, it's, you're building a case against yourself. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. 2003. There you go. There's one. There you go. There's one there. 2003, asterisks. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. 
the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some. I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler. And we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Anyway, Ed, bit of sport, I guess, eh? Bit of sport, bruh. Bit of fucking sport, bruh. Um, mm, 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 mm. Manly's entrenched. So entrenched. We talk K on the show. We talk rugby league on the show. We do it. Thanks to KO. Thank you, KO. Love you, KO. Rugby league brought to you by KO. Now, we start with the best team of the comp. Best team of the comp, Manly Seagulls, pounding the Newcastle Knights, the hapless losers that they are. 42 to 12. Absolute humping. Kula, Saab, Olakawatu, Davey, that's Craig Davey, Tuapalotu, Lachlan Croker. Like that, outside of Lachlan Croker, who's been there for a while, that's new blood. That's just manly, new blood, horniness. Now, obviously, Ruben and Daly and, you know, and Foran gorgeously 
pulled the strings. That that Saab try, the second one, was fucking ridiculous. Dude, that's bro. an attack that starts really goes hard. right and goes nah. Well, it's also a bloke that's just won a shield, bro. That was he was playing with a fucking with reckless abandon. Absolutely, but that whole thing of down the left side, it was like him to four and back to him, back to Saab. Like it was just that was real horny attack. And I can't remember whether it was Daly or Saab after the game talking about it. I think maybe daily, but basically going like, try Sobers. No, no, no. It was like when you've got the best player in the competition in Tommy Turbo. Obviously, your game plan is going to be built around him mm. to whatever degree that, that is reasonable. When he went, it was like we had to change our fight, the way we played or the way we were going to play. And to be honest, we've been very good without him. I think. And getting better. Getting better. Getting better. Peaking at the right time of year. Yeah. Peaking at the right time Slip of year. Slipstream, dude. Simple as that. Ruben Gage is doing a fucking job back there, bro. Yeah. Just doing a job. Uh, Stubby cooler can of cola, so quick. Yep. So elusive. So, dude, so powerful. So quick, elusive, powerful. Like, just ba-ba-ba-ba. But he's, he's found his mojo. I said it, dude, after he got his first try. I said, watch the fucking... Watch the floodgates open, We baby. talked about it. It's just about getting the monkey off the back. Yep. You know what I mean? Losing your virginity, as it, as it were. Because now he's, now he's playing with the freedom of a man that's got a nut off. Yeah, he's got, he's, got the, he's got the nut off, and now he's just rooting. Now he's just rooting, just shagging. I will be honest. I was an Olakawatu double off, uh, what, $38 multi, something, something juicy I was a, like that? I was a Ruben Garrick of a 40 I was one try away from a couple of big ones on the weekend. Not important, all responsible as well, but worth noting. Um, Knights stink, though. I don't have much else to say about this game. I don't think we need to, to you know. I'm not going to sit here and mull over it forever. Just know this. The Knights are fucking dog shit, and Manly is too big, too strong, too powerful. I'll tell you who's good. Can I, can I talk about who's good for Manly? Craig Davey of Andrew Davey fame. Well, of Craig Davey fame. Craig Davey fame. He's keeping Joshy Schuster on the bench. Josh played nine minutes, but Craig Davey is... He's a motherfucker. Got a good try. He tackles hard. He runs hard. I like what he does defensively, Thomas. Yes. He puts people on their ass. An ass sitter. Yep. Just snapshot. Hits you. He hits around the middle as well, like Jake a lot of the time. Yep. Just gets you Jake honest and Jake was true. tackling his... Dick off in that game. Did you see that stat the other day about how many fucking... Bloke in a bar. 200 and something tackles, one missed in since 2019 in Origin. Fucking unbelievable, man. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Really good stuff from Manly. I actually haven't watched a post-game press conference yet, which I will do with Dez after this, because why wouldn't I? Maybe over a game of pool, Eddie. I um, love that um, the kickoff, that bounced and landed on the post. That was ridiculous. That? It sat on the goalpost pad. It landed and... St- Stopped on the top of the fucking goal. The kickoff. Yeah. No, like, I missed. No, I didn't see that. What are the like? You will never, almost probably never happen again. I, that's probably the first time it's ever happened. I was watching this game at the pub at the Light Brigade. Obviously, it wasn't on. Shock horror. So I was on my phone, and I was. They just, didn't have it on before the Wallabies. No, they had the fucking All Blacks game. We're in Paddington. Bro. Yeah, I know, dude. But you don't have one TV. But I was, I was stuck in the corner. We're in, stuck in the corner of the tab area, no rugby league. But it's on my phone, and I was just, I was reminded again. I'm like, dude, you could be born like if you were born 300 years ago. You don't have rugby league. You don't have phones. You don't have internet. Like we live in this such a glorious time where I can just prop my phone up at the bar. 
and rip in yeah. to rugby league football. Mm-hmm. Thanks you couldn't do that 10 years ago even. was with KO. Fucking oath it was with KO. But like 10 years ago, you couldn't do it? No, you just were like, oh, I can't watch a game. I don't reckon you could do that five years ago. Yeah. On your phone. Yeah. I don't think you could. Probably. You're probably right. I am right. I am right. Look at this, look at this. They had to pick it off the fucking... Show me again. What are the chances? What are the chances of that? Got to be slim. Got to be slim. Good crowd, good healthy crowd at Brookie. Yeah. Great to see. Uh, now, just to the other games, because there's a couple of things from the weekend, actually. Yeah, there are. There's one big thing. Huge thing. Is there? The storm suck. Oh, yeah, dude. The storm a poo. The storm suck. Dude, the storm a poo. When was the last time they lost three games in a row? Dude, Craig Bellamy. I saw it on like the NRL roast. Some Craig Bellamy looked like eight years old. Do you know the answer to that? It was 2015. You could make the argument, and I'm about to. They're worse than a cop. Well, I'll go that far. But you could make the argument that the Raiders are potentially better than the Queensland Origin side because the Storm had Munster. So if the Raiders can beat a Storm with Munster, maybe they beat a Queensland with or without Munster. Possibly, Tom. Um, Look, it's not the craziest idea I've ever heard. Mm. Not the craziest idea we've ever had on this show. That's for damn sure. It's a long bow, but not that long. Not that long. Not that long. Everyone's like, when Munster's back, it'll be different. When Munster's back, it'll be different. Nah, he didn't look. He didn't look very good. Now, you know what the Storm are lacking? Good players. players. That are not injured. Ticker. Ticker. Yeah, ticker. 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 You don't want it enough. Oh, we're missing heaps of good players. Harry Grant's out there. Munster's out there. Hughes is out there. Hughes is out there. Oh, how fucking bad you saw. What are you talking about? Pappenhausen was out there. Well, he was, and we were playing well. We literally made a line break off the first You got three of the the best players in the entire competition, and you're still fucking whinging about outs. Pathetic. That's my point. We've got three out of our starting seven. First out of our backs. Don't want it enough. You don't want it enough. Simple as that. And and whoever you've got got waiting in the wings is not up to it. You're not very deep. You don't roll deep. The problem is we could have whoever we want waiting in the wings. The fact that every single week there's a new injury, there's a new something, we can't even have combinations. Well, the Roosters had like their entire fucking team out last year and made the top four almost. Well, we're still in the top four. Yeah, but this is only happening. You've lost the last three games. You're probably... No, we're just timing our run Can you make the spoon from here to potentially? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) We're just timing our run well. I don't think that's really... We didn't want to be like the Panthers. It's the eight. If we're slipstreaming, you guys have fucking popped your tyre. Based on what I've seen, and I'm being fucking 100% truthful here, based on what I've seen and the and the lack of ticker shown, I think you missed the eight. Mm. Yep. I'm pretty confident of a top four finish. Nah, probably not. But what's interesting as well, not interesting, Pappenhausen injured again out for the season, they're thinking he's got he's yeah. done the old Tommy Burns injury, shattered patella. Oh. Oh, was oh, that what Patel, you was that, well? Yeah, I saw slow-mo footage of it. It looked like a Patel. That's oh. what happened to me. Like, that's, that's almost, like, identical to how it happened to me, where it's like he's not moving and the person is moving and you're yes. just standing stationary and just fucking Bang. crunches it. Oh, he's, he's been unlucky. Mm. He has been. The last couple of years. Yeah, he has been. I think Pap, and obviously I'm heartbroken, but being the selfless person I am, I'm heartbroken for the community of rugby league mm. that Pappenhausen's gone. You know, obviously he's a storm treasure, but we've already lost, you know, 
arguably the greatest player in the competition this year and obviously a dear friend of the podcast, Christian Welch. Yep. And now that we've lost Pappenhausen, I mean, we've lost other great players like Remus Smith and George Jennings. The league is just not George the same. Jennings, look. And Remus Smith. You've got to stop rolling them out. Yeah. It's no disrespect, no, no disrespect but they're not. But great. they're not. They're not. They're not names that you mention when it's like, oh yeah, Christian Welsh, Pappenhausen, Remus Smith. No disrespect at all, but that's just the reality. The problem now is that who's going to take it to the Panthers? No I. One. You know what I realized? You know what I've realized, Eddie? No one. And I realized this on Saturday night talking to Tom and his Miss Osara at the house party. I hate Penrith. I used to like them. Cool fucking dude. Now I hate him. I hate Penrith. Well, that's just your classic Australian tall poppy syndrome, yeah. right? It's, I hate it him. lives within all of us. <laughs> I hate him. It lives within us all. I loved him on the come up. Now they're up there and they're killing it. I fucking hate Penrith. It lives within us all. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's not rocket science. Nice. Now, I'd... Look, obviously Penrith, fucking heavy, heavy favourites to win the comp. But... Sometimes that's not where you want to be. Mm. You don't want to roll into the fucking finals on like a 15, 20 game winning streak. Lost one game all season. That no was how they did like year before last. No competition whatsoever. You get to the final and sometimes poo yourself. you poo yourself. Uh, can that's we go to happens. Roosters, 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 54-26. This game was, this was a good game in terms of just like Tri-Fest City. Well, you look, you get that at Gosford, Tom. You do. You um, get tries at Gosford. Now, Joey Manu caused a stir already. I did, I did pick him for two tries, sorry. Uh, Joey Manu, he played... Some people say he faked the injury. I saw it. I didn't think he did. He, he got a cramp. So, like, the ball sort of, like, spilled out the back of a play. Then it's gone to him. And as he's gone, to, he's picked the ball up. He's got a cramp. And he's sort of stopped for a second and paused. And the defense has held off. And then he's noticed a gap. And he's fucking just gone, fuck it. Really intelligently described there by me. He's fucking just gone, fuck it. I apologize. He's just gone butts and just hit the hole. He's hit a gap. He's hit a gap. With purpose. With purpose. With with vigor. Yep. And he's run through and then he's put in a gorgeous grubber for a Momorowski or someone who's come down and scored. Now, some Paul. people are saying he faked the injury, in which case it's disgraceful is what they're saying because you are basically capitalising on the goodwill of the opposition who's going, oh, he's injured, I won't hit him. So you reckon you reckon they... Some people say he faked it. I don't think he did. I think he's gone, oh, cramp, shit, stop. Then got, oh, gap. I'm just going to... I'll deal with this cramp afterwards. Because he came off the field after, after that, I think. What do you make of it if it was intentional? I hadn't thought about the... I hadn't thought about the side of going like if players are holding off, you're taking their good nature for granted or you're taking the piss out of it. I actually don't think you should be faking injuries because you don't like seeing a player get hit when they are injured, right? Like I remember in Origin, I think it was maybe like a Brett Morris got injured. He was hurt and he was on the ground. When he ran after Greg England? No, no that, was, that, was, uh, that was Josh. But Brett was hurt on the ground. Brett or Josh, do your own research. And Hodges came up, and Hodges was a grubby fuck, but just puts this massive hit on him while he's laying on the ground injured. And you're like, that wasn't necessary, dude. Even in origin, that's not necessary. If they're injured, they're injured. Like, don't worry about it. Just just put your hand on him, the tackle's affected. Yes. Put your finger on him. Yeah. So if the Manu one was fake, whilst I respect the gameplay, if it was against Manly, I'd be fuming. But I think it was legitimate. And I think he just sort of, in the moment, oh, cramp, ah, don't, just go, opportunity. 
He's a footballer. He ain't a centre. We know that. An Etten centre. The problem, look, if you believe that he was injured, which I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go with, mm. when you've got an out-and-out footballer and they see a gap, they will take it. Mm. It's like bulls to red flags and shit, you know yep. what I mean? Exactly. Bees to honey or bees to pollen. Yeah. You just can't turn that off. A footballer will see a gap or the try line and, and think, let's go, baby, let's mm. go. Mm. You can't take that out of a footballer. No. Even if they are injured, something sparks in their brain and they're off. And that's what you've seen out of Joey Mano, who is a footballer and looks good with the six on. Looks good with the six Dude, on. Dude, he looks very good. Like, he's he just is wasted at centre. He just, like, he needs to be... Centres don't get the, enough... They, they don't get enough steam. But they're not... Then and But they're not tasked with making things happen. You know what I mean? Like, they're there to get... Run lines and, again, what do I know? But they're not really, are they? <laughs> well, they are. They're, they're, they're the run lines. Run lines, make tackles. Whereas Joey Manu needs to be on the ball. He needs to be on the ball. He, no, more touches. Touches up. When you, uh, like... I don't know what they do because he was great at five eight. Is there any more? Does Kiri go? Is there any more uh, news out of Camp Kiri? Apparently, they're saying he's back this week. Interesting. So, what does Joey go to? I hear some people saying Tedesco should move to wing or centre, and you put oh, Joey in the back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Tedesco at centre, and then you've got your, you've the got Australian fullback. You've got bloody Suali, who has got a shitload of flour about him. Minus the homophobic rhetoric. Oh, it is early in his career. Who knows? Uh, but <laughs> he um, he leapt for his try. Well, he, he, he had a, ronde, a mid-air rendezvous with the football. He's, he's terrific in the air. Absolutely terrific in the yeah. air. Just reeks of fucking... You, you could be the best player in the comp, doesn't he? Yeah, not far off. You know what I mean? How old is he now? 19? 19. That's not young, far away bro. from You're the still best player a kid. Comp. Yeah, still a pup. You're still a pup. 27? He's, he's still 18. Mm, he's, he's 18. Turning, he's turning 19 in August. Wow. Wow. Like, you could... The That's things, fucked. He... Oh, my God. He was is, born in 2003. That just weeks Oh, me my out. God, dude. I was in high school. He was born in 2003. I was in year... Seven. Seven, yeah. I, um... Fucking hell. Like, I don't think it's out of order to say that he's the close to the best winger in the comp. Just in terms of the things he can do, how dangerous he is. Like, he seems to be more skilled than... He's got, like, the aerial prowess of Tupo, but he's also, like, more skilled and better in defense and, like... You know, well, you know what they takes said. Tough carries. You know what they said about him coming up. Oh, he's what next big thing. Well, no, arguably the most prodigious talent all time. Ooh, and he's starting to thicken, bro. And he's good looking. That's what good judges said, Tom. Yeah, well, and you, you know are, how much we, you know, you and I respect a good judge. No, we love a good judge. All rise for good judges. Um, got a couple injuries though. Poor old Billy Smith. Fuck, he can't catch a break, Billy. Another ACL, and Satili, he did an ACL. Victor Radley has abandoned New South Wales to play for England in the World Cup, so he'll never play Origin. Fuck off. Yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. He's going to play for England in the World Traders Cup. Traders everywhere. Well, his old man's English. Well, it's different. Eddie Jones's fucking mum isn't English. Traders everywhere. Well, cause, well mate, he's in the squad. 
two seconds ago. Yeah, he was, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, he was in the squad like two weeks ago. Fucking Coogee Jr. or wherever the fuck he's from. Clavelli or whatever. Yep, but his old man is oh, I understand that. I get that. That's, you know, it's fine. But you were in the New South Wales squad me moments ago. Mm. What, nine days ago? Yeah. So there's that. He's playing in a world... Look, I won't get into it. You do you, Victor. Yeah. You do you. But disappointed to hear you won't be in the Origin Arena anymore. Just, well, we never got to see him. Never got to see him. He was being, he was built for Origin. Yeah, he was built. That's a big call from Victor. Mm. He's not that old. The Inflictor. How old's the Inflictor? 24? Nah, he'd be 27. He is 24. He's only 24 years old? Yeah, fuck, he's my age. Why do you oh. think he was so old? He's won fucking two comps yeah, he already. he seems way older. Dude, he won, he won, he was in, he won the comps in 2018, 2019. He's been around. It's 2023. How I mean, 2022. That's wild. So he was 20 then. Yeah. He's got so much more football in him. So much more football. And he's gone off to play for England. That's, my, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're good origin years ahead of you, mate. Yeah, really good origin years ahead. Great origin years, mate. Jesus Christ. Do England even play outside of World Cups? Who do they play once a year? Be cool. Play some of the European teams. There's a game in the Super League. I think it's still going on where it's like England versus Exiles. So they put together a team oh, of like NRL yeah, yeah, players yeah, in the yeah. Super League. And then oh, God. Origin for that. But I don't, but I don't think NRL players will play in that because that's during our season. No. So he'll miss half of England's tests anyway if he's playing NRL. Uh, sometimes I let him go. Mm. Interesting, dude. Huge that's call. A, that's a big, big call. Did you see that. Mitchell Moses needed police escorts? Yeah, what was that about? From, yeah, dude, someone's like, was sending like death, excuse me, death to his family. And him. What? Or him through his family. I don't know, dude. That is messed up. They won. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Yeah. And listen, I don't know that it's ever, even if they lost, I don't know if it's all right. No, it's, but you, look, it's never all right. But there are dumb, dumb people out there yes. who might think it's all right, usually after, after a, a loss. loss. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But I think it was, I think he'd been getting them before the game. Right. That's what it says in the lead up to the Yeah, Warriors, in the yeah. lead up to the game, he was getting them. So he got like police escorted in and out. That'd do your head in, bro. Dude, death threats are fucking hatch. Yep. That's a lot. It's a lot. That is a lot. I hope Mitch is all right. Yeah, I think no, he, he said it. I think I heard him on Triple M. He was saying it rattled him. Um, as it as would. it fucking would. As it would. Can we just keep scrolling here, Dave? Yep. Is there anything else rugby league related here? There, there was is the. Um, how about Brett Kamali calling the Panthers disrespectful for resting players? Yeah, and then yeah. the Panthers won. Yeah. So Brett is actually incorrect factually because. Brett Kamali, mate, it was the third Origin game. There was seven players that played three of them. It's a long se season. They can have a rest. And still win, clearly. Because they're playing you. Yeah. Like, you can use the word respect all you want, but this is... Can I, can I tell you the truth, Brett? No one respects the Tigers. No. Because of the performances you've rolled out for the last 10 years. That's why. So earn the did respect. People, did people respect the 2005 Tigers? Yeah, they did. People respected it up to like 2011. Yeah. Well, put it this way. They probably wouldn't have rested seven players against the fucking Storm or against the Roosters or against, you know. They against the Seagulls. The Seagulls. But they... Highly unlikely. They would the rest Seagulls. them against the Tigers because, as you can see, you can scrape out a two-point win against a Tigers side even if you've got, like, 80% of your salary cap out of the game. And that's not a disrespect thing. It's just a fact thing. Come on, Brett. While we're on the Tigers, though, Eddie... Yes. 
Has that been announced? Benji. So No, Tim? Or is it Benji now? No, so what it is is it's Tim for two, Benji is his understudy, and then Benji takes over for five. That's the deal. That's the deal. Now, listen, Benji Marshall. What? Benji Marshall seems like a great dude. Never met him. Great dude. The Tigers are the most ridiculous sporting organization in the country. Like, they are fucking... They have lost the plot. Like, this has to be... I'm sorry. That's the worst deal I've ever heard in my life. If it works, great. Like, I don't want anything but for Benji to be an absolute... I love Benji, right? Like, I'd love for him to kill it. But this... This is an anti-Benji rhetoric. This This is is Benji's never coached in his life. Never coached in his life. They... And and if you read Widler in the... um, Who blocked us on Twitter. Unblock us, please, Danny. Um, He said in the Herald yesterday that even after the sort of like the, the Benji deal was sort of not announced but announced, they made like one last minute second attempt at Seraldo being like, please, what about this? And he's like, no. How so they went, all right, let's give Benji of zero games coached in his entire career fame a five-year deal. How, five years. how long was Craig Fitzgibbon at the Roosters, for example, as an assistant coach? Years. Five? Five years? More than that. Probably I longer. Dude, I reckon more than that. He was in the fucking... I think he was Well, yeah, because he was running the waters, like, Yeah, like, as right soon as they... Like, I think a lot of those sort of players, once they retire, go straight into those sort of roles. Like, I think your Brett Morrises and stuff would be doing are doing those sorts of things now, now. Yeah. When did he retire? We assume after that he started, you know what I mean? So you can look at that. He retired in... At the end of 2011. Bruh. That's 11 years. Mm. Like... In what fucking world do you give a go- What if after two years he shows no promise whatsoever? Well, they sack another coach, Eddie. And then you've got a five-year deal that you've got to pay out. Or, you, you know, if things go relatively well, you get to the start of his five-year coaching career, or coaching deal rather, and he's only got two years under the belt. Two. Mm. That's... Two years, yeah, understudying, you mean? Two years is not enough for anything. Bennett was like he's been coaching a lot longer than Bennett's like sort of inferring that he's always been a coach sort of vibe right so he was like coaching when he was fucking playing sort of thing yeah but I mean like sure sure look again this is an anti this is an anti Benji this is more like that's a big fucking deal for someone that hasn't coached any football whatsoever this organisation is ridiculous it just takes the piss at every corner I don't understand how the fuck this is the play you have Tim Sheens, who's meant to come in and help Madge Maguire, sacks Madge Maguire, and then he's meant to find a new coach, hires himself. And then gives it to his old mate. Gives it to Benji and Robbie. I think Robbie, is Robbie going to be assistant? Yeah, he's going to be assistant. They sacked all three of those guys. They sacked Sheens after a year after they he made the finals. They didn't even give Benji a farewell. They sacked Benji. They sacked Robbie. Now they're bringing them all back. Is, this, is this a sorry? Like, you know what I mean? Sorry the way we treated you the back end. Who did they... They didn't even have the courtesy to sit down with Benji, did they? When they was were, that no, Robbie? He, he heard about it in the news. That's right. They didn't even sit him down. Benji Marshall, your favourite son. Mm. You, couldn't even, you couldn't even pick up the phone. Unbelievable. Are you telling me that in the entire planet, on the entire planet, there isn't... A coach. A, a, a NRL first grade ready-made coach ready to fucking go? 
Are you taking? It convinces me that Shane Flanagan almost like no one wants to work with him. No one wants to work with Shane Flanagan. Clearly, if your solution to the West Tigers mess is Tim Sheens of sack ten years ago fame into a couple of old favourite sons who haven't coached a game between them. Clearly, Shane Flanagan is not on anyone's hit list. And then you've got Noddy sitting there going, oh, no one respects us. It's like, of course they don't, Noddy. It's not on you either. Everyone respects you, Noddy. No one respects the Tigers. I'd like to be in there, in the board meeting, seeing how these things are thrashed out. Like, I thought a lot of anyone in there? I thought a lot of the power resided with Wests, as in Wests Lee's Club out in Campbelltown, wherever the fuck it is. But a lot of these decisions feel very Belmaney. To me. They do feel Balmaini. Don't you reckon? No, they feel it does. Balmain-y. It feels Balmaini, but I don't know whether that's correct or it not. It could be incorrect. But this it is does, a vibe but thing. it feels Balmaini. It feels Balmaini. Yeah. I don't know who has the voting rights. I don't know what the board makeup looks like. Well, it I don't seems know. Like, it seems like they're actually just like, because Balmain now we know is just a gentrified place where, you know, people wear berets and shit, right? So it's not really a rugby league heartland anymore, but it seems like that's that maybe they've just got some guy down at the local cafe in Balmain to make these decisions. Mate, we've said this a million times and I'm going to say it a million times over until it happens and it won't. You need to get rid of the Tigers element, the Balmain element. You go, thanks for your services. You've gone the way of the Bears and you, you shift the whole thing out to West. Maggie's. The fastest growing population in Australia, rugby league heartland, fucking massive. Lean into it, baby. Play the all your games. Is a, is, a, is a fucking proud, I don't know if it's necessarily indigenous to Australia, but it's a proud Australian bird. I think it's indigenous. The magpie. Australian magpie. Very, very proud bird, Tom. Has a lot about it. Mm. I respect the magpie. I respect the magpie. Tiger has nothing to do with Australia. Get the magpie back. Get the magpie we've back. We've been here, we've done it. That's exactly right. And the fact that you leave your dilapidated leagues club as one of the great ice walls all time of Victoria Road. It caught fire all the other day. Of course it day. did. Catches fire all the time apparently. There's people fucking living in those communities of cunts in there. It's, it's unbelievable. It's just like, you know, you see there's like piles of tyres in like some impoverished nation. Yes. It's like, oh shit, there's fire in the tyre. And it's just always on. Tire it's pile. always burning. Was that a Simpsons thing? No, it's a Simpsons thing. Yeah, but I, Simpsons surely it's borrowed from real world. Yeah. I feel like a tyre pile did catch fire in like India or something recently. Of course, that's a general, not even a generalization. That's a, that's a me trying to recall something in my brain. But yeah, Tigers shit show. Shit show. Like that's in, just an incredible, incredible shit show. Out of respect for Benji. Yeah. I want him to do well. I want him to do well. I really do. I'd love to sit here in seven years time going, fucking hell, how about that Benji Marshall? But I get a bad feeling about it. Mm. I get a bad feeling about it. I hope, it's, I hope I'm wrong, but I do. We are pro-Benji, though. Pro-Benji. Also, don't have anything against Tim Sheens. Don't have anything against Sheensy. Pro-Benji. Pro, but, you know, at the end of the day, I am pro-Benji. Even Joel Kane, the famous Joel Kane, who said he's mates with Benji, and he was like, I don't fucking get it. I love Benji. Want Benji to do well. Don't get it. Shane Flanagan, back to Shane, of built a fucking club from nothing and won the comp fame. Must be disliked. Must be something. I mean, it must be something. Because if you're choosing... Now, maybe Shane doesn't want to go to the Tigers, but if you're choosing a Benji Marshall who's never coached a game of football in his life instead of Shane, must be something. I wonder who the dogs get. Watch them get Seraldo. 
Yeah. What's Phil just Well, fucking? no, I think Cam actually signed an extension with the Panthers. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. I believe so. But would that shock you? Maybe he's got to get out clause, though, if he gets an offer. So maybe the dogs haven't even offered him anything yet. Who knows? Well, if you believe Phil, he hasn't offered shit. Who bloody knows? Um, is there anything else rugby league? Let me just quickly consult the old notes I got here. Well, what did, did you hear Joey Johns responding to the origin criticism? What did he say? Well, he basically was just talking about how um, it was uh, talking about, so I think on an L360, Kenty and Buzz were saying that the uh, New South Wales don't have as much passion for the jersey as Queenslanders do. And Joey was just like, fucking going, you've never stepped foot on a field. No one comes out and names the people who say it, though, but he's just like, you've never stepped foot on a field. You wouldn't survive out here. You wouldn't have a clue. He sounded like he was getting emotional. I think it was in his like Channel 9 podcast, Immortal Behaviour or whatever. But it was just... Because um, you know when people are going like, Joey's behaviour was so fucking bad, da, 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 all this bullshit, Damien Martins of the world. Mm. And Joey's like, yeah, well, because I think one of the things Joey said was like, yeah, now I've got to listen to all this bullshit for the next 12 months. Yeah. And then everyone's going, what's he talking about? Why is he so fucking... It's like, he's, he's literally talking about the shit that two days later he's, he's talking to. Like, oh, New South Wales don't have any passion. Queensland is passion. It's like, that's... It literally took less than 24 hours for the bullshit that he was referring to... To start. To start. Yeah, because he's fucking seen it a million times over. Obviously, he knows what he's talking he's about. He's like, where the fuck was this rhetoric when we humped him in game two? Or when we beat him, th- uh, when we beat him uh, all three games in Queensland last year? Where's the fucking Queensland no, don't have all of them. No, but we beat them all the games are in Queensland. No, nah, all three were in Queensland. We won two of them. That's what I mean. Sure. All games in Queensland, and we, we won beat the series. Them. We yep. won the series. Yep. I did not articulate that well at all. No, you didn't. Um, but like where, you know, where was the, the, where was all this, you know, where's your Queensland spirit now? Bullshit. They only say it when we lose. Mm. Now, our record in deciders is not great. We've been over that many times. No, look, we understand the tight. We don't like a tight one. We don't like a decider. We, we, we went over that last week. But don't question the eighth. And don't question him when he gets upset in an origin call about the fact that we lost when that's what you were fucking begging for in the weeks leading but up there to are, it. There are, there are people who are like, Oh God, how good is it hearing Cam Smith cheer for Ben Hunt when he's like running away? And I and I don't have any issue with that. But the same Queensland dickheads who are like yipping in Yahoo and when Cam Smith's screaming, Go Brucey! as he's running away to score that try, are then dirty that Joey Johns is showing the exact same level of emotion, but just in another like you could argue that On the flip. You could argue that a commentator cheering for a team is unprofessional. Or are we going, okay, you're allowed to because it's origin because this is what it's about. Mate versus mate, state versus state, passion. We're allowing that because that's what origin's about. Well, then you've got to be able to allow Joey to have his fucking feelings when his heart's been ripped out his asshole by a New South Wales side destined for greatness, should have won, didn't win. The man literally had his heart ripped out through his rectum. Yeah. And you're not allowing him, you know, a moment of just devastation. Honesty, but honest devastation. Honest devastation. He goes, mate, my heart... Literally just removed through the rectum. Without any without any surgical procedure. No anesthesia at all. Nothing. I'm in severe pain yeah. and I'm going to be salty about it. Yeah. Leave me alone. It's, it's, it's sheer madness. But that's the merry-go-round. Well, not merry-go-round. That's the circus of rugby league, right? Like that's what you that's what we were signing up for. Mm. Rugby league is as advertised. Yeah. 
And it's what keeps us fucking turning up day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Hour after hour. Hour after hour, minute after minute. Second after second. That's Rugby League. Thanks to Kaya. Thanks, Kaya. Tom. Cam Smith, buddy. Tom. Cam Smith, buddy. Cameron Smith, not the Queenslander, not that loser, even though I think he maybe is from Queensland. He is a Queenslander, but we're not but talking not about that. One. We're talking about Cameron Smith, a golfer of yep. mullet fame. Of, of mo fame. Mo fame, of golfing god fame, of British Open champion fame. Of five birdies in a row in the back nine fame. Yep. Shot an eight under 64. He Look, he yipped out on Sunday, on Saturday, Tom, moving day yes. at the majors. That was nerve-wracking. Nerve he yipped out. He's got a bit of yipping in. He does. Or he but did. he did. He now has officially complimented that yip with a bit of Yahoo. Yeah. And that's how you get W's in majors, baby. 64 yep. final day. Said, fuck you, Rory McIlroy. Back to the drawing board, bruh. Yeah, another one for you to rue, Rosa. Uh, and gleefully on him for about even. So is Sebo. Butzed him. Nice. Butz, 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 butz. Nice, 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 um, nice, nice. But just good to see him get the monkey off the back, as it were. Mate, Australia's fucking, you know, Kyrgios, bees dick away from a Wimbledon... Triumph, obviously, B Dick. I use that word loosely, but you know, he was there and thereabouts. He won the that's first a, set. Bro, that's a B's Dick. B's Dick. He's in a Wimbledon final. That's a B's Dick. And me. now we're winning the fucking British Open, baby, the Open Championship. Now he's like, got it off his back as well. Why? He probably just the, the floodgates open, I see. Jack Robinson won the fucking WSL. Did two. that multi get up? No, we lost thank by God leg. I didn't get on it. You didn't get on? No, I forgot. Okay. So thank Christ. But he won at J Bay. So, like, Aussies are doing it. Aussies are doing it. Jack Robinson's a dear oh, friend. He is a dear friend. But back to Cam. That boy can play fucking golf. Mm. That mullet. You just like seeing a mullet on the world stage. A mullet yeah. that can. A mullet that, that shall. Yeah. A mullet that does. Yep. I like seeing it. I like him representing us. He's our champion, Tom. Mm-hmm. He's our champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so well done, buddy. Well done, Cam. Respect. We were due another claret. Yeah, we needed it, dude. How long has it been? Was, was, was it? Was First it bloody... time since 93, Greg Norman. Oof. Adam Scott famously yipped out in one of the great yips all time. What did he end up coming? He was playing well. He he was three or four over or something and then came back in and he was like well under. Yeah, Adam Scott, he was tied 15th at 10 under. Not bad. Not I think bad. Adam Scott, if I remember when, was it Phil Mickelson won maybe? He blew like a four straight lead on the back nine, something like that. Love yeah. that. Anyway, we don't. That's golf. That is golf. That'll, that's exactly golf. No, that's golf. Blowing leads. Um, shout out to Leighton Hewitt as well. Inducted into the Tennis Hall of Fame. International Tennis Hall of Fame. That's right. That's right. Leighton, the father of the come on. Yep. He's the father of the come on. Youngest world number one ever in the men. 20. 13 singles titles, two majors, two Davis Cups. Sounds like we were both listening to 2GB on the way in. I knew that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, I uh, I like Leighton a lot. I like him. He fucking, he's my cup of tea. Yep. He's my cup of tea. Uh, Leighton, if you're listening, we'd come love on. to sit down and have a yarn, bro. Love you to come on the podcast. Would you like to come on? Love you to come on the podcast. podcast. Would you come on the podcast? That'd be really nice. Would you come on the podcast? Leighton? Really nice. Leighton, would you come on the podcast? Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. Uh, he gets it. Uh, he's a friend. Uh, uh, well done, Leighton. Uh, well done, Leighton. Fucking love you, bro. Righto. Righto then, bro. Righto, righto.
He's the greatest football player of all time. He's the GOAT. Give that way for four weeks. Don't. Please let that in. Oh. No! I mean, that sounds like... um. That sounds like some Queenslanders having a good time. Licks. They are, we are, it's funny, right? It's Monday. What are we, like five days from Origin? Four or five? It feels like six months ago. Mate, my focus is on Manly now. You know, my focus is on the Seagulls and the Seagulls doing well and just things, channeling all my energy towards Manly success. So I'm a bit like, fuck it. We said earlier that we were, I was worried. I said earlier that I was worried about Penrith mm. winning that many games going to the finals. Mm. Like, I think that, you know, I think there's a chance they get bested. Yeah. I think that club's manly. Yeah, I do as well. And that's got nothing to do with the fact that they're my favorite team. Um, no, 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 no. That's completely unbiased opinion. Yeah. I'm as just a, running an eye over things. Yeah. Calling it as you see it. Um, yeah. No, no, no. That's a, that's a, Manly look like they might win the comp. But yeah, look, Origin was was tough last week and we are still technically in the morning period, six days. Um, but I'm feeling as good today as I've felt since we lost. So all just really Manly-based for me. Fuck, you just, you just need a good guys. weekend, that's yeah. it. And then you're fine. Honest weekend. Honest killer and the blokes. Yai, yai, yippee, yippee, yai. Yai, yai, yippee, yippee, yai. Yai yai yippee, yai yai yippee, yai yai yippee yippee yai. Looking to death, Dave. Mhm, mhm. I'm feeling alright about the licks, to be honest. You know? Yeah. I don't feel anything. I'm numb. Don't feel a thing. <laughs> numb. That was one of the more civilized ones. We'll see how you feel after this one. Okay. Hey, you fucking beaters! This is your fucking fault. You let down the state. You got free tickets to the fucking decider and you think it's too much of an admin issue to get up there for the boys. How's your Thursday feeling now, you fuckwit? Yep, that was that was more aggressive, Dave. You were not lying. Now, this gentleman here obviously implying, Edward, that by not attending that we were in some way not supporting the boys, I would say. And listen, I think Freddie would say We've done more for New South Wales, the team, and the state than any other others. living person. Yeah. Any other living person. That's a fact. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know what the fuck that guy's talking about. We supported the fuck out of him from down here. Fucking oath we did. Did a live stream. That support. Yeah. We represented all New South Wales fans when we forced Tobler to cut the stream as soon as we lost. No one wants to see anything beyond that. We did. I mean, we love the state. And our allegiance and loyalties to the state cannot be brought into question. And if you could draw back the curtain, if you had a look inside the engine room, you'd go, oh, they have done more for the state than anyone else living. Mm. Or dead. Or dead. So, fuck that guy. <laughs> Fucking hate you, Queensland. Fucking hate you, Nathan Cleary. Tom, Dior, Eddie... Yeah. Cobbler, fuck you, Dior. Just want to say, fuck you, Dior, you turncoat cunt. Queensland didn't even fucking win that fair square. Ashley Kleins from Kellyville. I see him at the fucking shop, and he's giving a fucking penalty away for nothing. 
I'm putting this on fucking clubs, mate. There you go. That's what it should have been. Club hot. Fuck you, Dior. Okay. Make it that what you will. Yeah. Make aggressive. it that way you will. That was aggressive. Well, it wasn't subdued. No. Nothing calm about it. No. Nah. I hope the slap went all right, though. Didn't, didn't sound like it. I heard... Yeah, that's, a, that's the... I heard, a, I heard a man... I heard a, I heard a man missing a fucking gamble. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. He tried, to, he tried to suit it as well, which was bold. He didn't even just go for black or red. <sighs> yeah, that's bold. Yeah. You don't say that often. Well... Gamble responsibly. Fuck you, Dave. I want to know why I get so emotionally in fucking invested in this fucking stupid game. Fuck Queensland. Why do I lose my shit when we lose and then come back like two hours later and listen to the fucking new cunts dribble for the fucking second half, I'll tell you what, fuck Sebo can fucking dribble. Holy fuck. He dribbles when, like, normal potty shit. But that can't, when he's a few, a few drinks down, you got to fucking run him on. Anyway, uh, I hate football. I hate Queensland. I hate New South Wales. Go the Blues. Fuck you all. Fuck footy. Stay up all night and dwell on it. Always, fuck you, bye. Fuck you, Dave. You're a cunt. Fuck you. It's a lot of anger. A lot of and confusion. Okay, the man was all over the map. Look, losing an Origin series that you were destined to win causes confusion. That yeah. man was lost he at was sea. Lo- no, he was lost. He was lost. That man was lost at sea. He I hope good. he was somewhere safe. Because yeah. if he was out and about, he wouldn't, he wouldn't fear know for that. Yeah, man. he wouldn't know where he is. I really no, do. Was, no, that was that was a man almost having like a, a, an episode. I think that was episodic. Yeah, don't know if that's the right term. I think it. We'll go with it. <laughs> it worked. It did work. Batman and Robin, Mario and Luigi, Skibby and Shaggy, Bacon and Eggs, SpongeBob and Patrick, and even our own Tom and Eddie. But nothing will ever compare to Jay Z and Lincoln Park's album. What a fucking album! Chester Bennington forever and the sun's exploding soon. Have a great fucking day, boys. Shout to Lincoln Park and Jay Z, obviously. Yeah, no, I'm encore. Do you want more? Brooklyn something. It's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agree, mate. Agree. Agree. Let's move on. Agree. Hello, Tom and Eddie. Uh, I know non-lick related uh, dribbles come at a premium after a famous Queensland origin win, so I thought I'd just get in uh, and give you guys quick congratulations on your new deal with SEN Radio. Uh, Very exciting. Can't wait to listen. Mr. Simpson, as far as I'm aware, your first crack at radio, so uh, well done, mate. Godspeed, and please uh, do Jim Wilson proud. Uh, To Tom, jeez, another crack at uh, all sports radio, hey? Let's hope uh, this one goes a bit better than the last station that you fucking ran into the ground. Uh, Quick shout out as well uh, to the dribbler I met in Amsterdam's red light district a couple of months ago. Uh, Had the black corduroy P's and D's hat on. uh, Gave me a good coming on. 
not the uh, not the coming on I thought I'd be getting in Amsterdam, but a coming on nonetheless. Hello, boys. What an articulate young man. Yeah, what a nice, well-raised young man. A credit to himself and his family. That's right. Absolutely terrific. Yeah, what a lovely guy. What a lovely young man. And I hope that, you know, after meeting that dribbler in Amsterdam, that you got the come on that you were looking for. I hope so. I think we need to get something framed, like a Jim Wilson framed in here. Yeah, I want to get a Jim Wilson in here. A and Delane, Delane Lewis. We're getting a Delane. Can you just check? Is her name, what's her last name? Delane from? It's It's got to be Lewis. How do you spell Delane? Uh, just, just, look up the show, just look up the name of the show and you'll find the fucking cast. What's the show called? Uh, Lux Listings. Sydney. Oh, that one. Now, the punters are going to be confused, so let's just bring it up to speed. Yeah, we have d- a, it's like Delianne Lewis. Yeah, but it's Delianne Lewis. Delian. Yeah. Lewis? Lewis. Yeah, okay, Lewis. good. Yeah. So we've got a pool table in the office and it has one of the fucking great leans of all time, uh, in one of the corners, which we now call Delianne Lewis because we love Lux Listings. Yes. So we need a photo of her for the area. That's right. Signed, preferred. Signed, well, ideally. And then we also need one of Jim Wilson. Of third income, government fame. Of thinks government is government. Gub, G-U-B, G-U-B-M-E-N-T. Gub, gub, like that, government. And, and fair income. Is his response fair income? He says everything. fair income more than anyone living. No, no, no he's yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he owned it or if he was paid per fair income drop. Dude, if he's paid per, per fair income, he'd be fucking multi. Bezos, yeah, Bezos vibes, big time Bezos vibes. Shout out to Jim Wilson, Jimmy Boy Wilson, one of the great dribblers all time. Yep. On we go. <laughs> what was it when we were fucking? Was it on Origin Night and he was talking about? Because he's a Queenslander and his missus is making, like, blue food at home. And he's like, oh. Blue sausages. Yeah, but he and sounded he like, like he was coming he on was air. He was coming on air. It was <laughs> fucked up. Like, oh, my God. We're like, whoa, what the hell is this? Like, oh, Give blue sausages. Oh. oh. It, was, it was the most revolting thing I've ever heard on radio. <laughs> Swear to God. It was fucked. Oh. oh. It was drawn out as well. I'm like, oh, my It was my drawn God. out for too long. If you were eating, you would have thrown up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I pity people eating that moment. Oh, it was way too long. So too long. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> blue sausages, right? Jim, oh. uh, no, the wife's got the the blue sausages at home. Oh. <laughs> that was it. It might have even been louder yeah, and longer. Louder and longer. We aren't. We're underselling this thing. Anyway, yeah, that was that was pure Jim Wilson. Yeah. One for the purest. Though. Love him. Fuck him. Love him. Love him. Let's move on. Also, never do that again, Jim. No, please. Have you blokes heard of a bloke called Sebo? 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 Yeah, Sebo. Not Sebo. Uh, he's got a fucking good try. And he also set one up. He was gun. He was a gun on the weekend, but the Eels, in unsurprising fashion, looked a little shaky against the Warriors. Shock horror. Tell you what, this is what one thing that was boiling my urine on the weekend. I think it was on Fox League, YKO, punters and dribblers. After the Eels beat the Warriors, mm. their post-show yarn, like, you know, in the back in the bloody uh, studio was like, 
oh, yeah, the Eels, like, season back on track. Like, da, da, da. I'm like, they beat the Tigers and the Warriors in back-to-back weeks. Like, how is that back on track? Like, you should they should have humped both those sides. And they just beat – I'm pretty sure they only just beat the Tigers, and then they beat the Warriors by less than – it was maybe 10 points. Yeah, Warriors was 10 points. Tigers was 8 points. And, they've, and Eels have pretty much been untouched by origin, besides Junior Paolo. Yeah, and, like, injuries have been pretty good. Yeah. Like – See, that's not back on track. No, it's not. They're two shit sides. No disrespect to Brick Molly. But, like, anyway, whatever. I just, that just annoyed me. But shout out to Steve He was looking horny. And shout out to Steve as well. And to Steve O. I think it's nine years sober. Or maybe 11. More than that. And to Jim Wilson. Oh. <laughs> not all of them. You reckon? I was I saw something the other day. Oh, did you? Mm. Oh, that's cool, man. Mm. Yeah. Bit of a Steve guy, huh? I don't mind Steve I don't mind Steve I don't mind Steve Don't mind him. <laughs> I don't mind him. Don't mind him. Oh. <laughs> G'day, Tom, Eddie, Dior. Massive fan of the show. Really enjoy Ed's dream bet through the week on Jake Trevojevic to score New South Wales. Trevojevic. Just thought I'd touch base and say, keep fucking dreaming. You New South losers don't get rugby league and you never will. Betty Hunt with the charge down. The 50. He's at the 40. The 30. Yo, he's chasing, but he won't get there. Betty Hunt scores and wins the decider for Queensland. Take your fucking licks, you dogs. Cop that. All right, mate. Look, you started off so well. Yeah, it started off with like just on a high and then it. You started off so well. I was actually giggling with people on the weekend being like, the ridiculousness of last try scorer markets getting fucking pulled because I had a dream yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. And all the betting agencies running like just now all like everyone else like, oh, just hit this button and you've got Eddie's dream bet. Yeah. You you could BYO that on yeah. international it will not be named. International like, New Zealand betting agencies had your dream bet. Yep. Ridiculous. Someone on the weekend goes, there's no way that that was his fucking dream. I'm like, what are you talking about? That was his dream. I'm telling you it was his dream. Why would I... What do you mean? Why would you... It's the it's dumbest a, thing of all time. It's a dream. What, you don't have dreams about rugby league? Fuck, I do. <laughs> well, not really, but I did. Let's move on. Uh, last one? Last one. Great. And we... And we feast. Boys, it's the DMC Dribblers here. Yeah. We're in Bali having a fucking sick time. And anyway, the dance floor's fucking loose. It's fucking good. Guess who walks on? A pom. Can you spot him? Fucking knows he can. He's by far the shittiest dancer on the dance floor. I've never seen anyone move so shit. No wonder they've lost the fucking ashes. Yeah, fucking hell. It, it's disgraceful. The Poms there to release the hips. Maybe they release the hips or release the fucking tons. Anyway, boys, Benji Marshall, Sally M, Coach of the Year 2025. Love you, cunts. Bye. Good to hear the boys thinking of us when they're in Bali ripping and tearing. On the dance floor. Like, you know what we need to like, do? We've come, we've come up on a Bali nightclub dance floor. You know what we need to do while we're on a dance floor in Bali? We need to call Tom and Eddie. I can... I can I bet my last dollar in Cooter as well. Yeah, you know what we need to do while we're on the dance floor in Cooter is just a quick call into the dribbler hotline just to say g'day, check in, let them know there's a palm out here who can't dance. 
and Why let not? them know that Benji Marshall was going to win Dell Amcoach the year in 2025. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what, that's what the dribble hunt's all about. I will say, I think that I can pick a palm by and large. Like, can I ask, of, can I ask you this? Just on the street, I get that guy's a palm. Can you pick a palm better than you can pick a toupee? No. Because you can pick a toupee. I can pick a toupee. I pick toupees better than I pick palms, but right. I can do both. Okay. Toupee first. Passed on by my old man. Yep. He's passed that skill on to me. Did he, was he taught that from his old man? I don't know whether he was, but he can pick a toupee from two. He picked a toupee once from like 200 meters away. It was a guy who was fucking lollipop guy. He's like, dude, have a go at this coming up. And I was like, what? Sure enough, that fucking thing was toupee beyond belief. Looked like a <laughs> dead cat on his head. So he certainly passed it on to me. I don't know where he got that from. I don't know whether that was a learned skill or whether his old boy taught it to him. It's quite a skill. I'll be passing it on to my children. You best believe that. You best believe. But the uh, the ability to pick a palm outside of the fact that they are in a what? summer climate sunburnt beyond belief, mm. that's not the – there's just something There's just something you can just see. Yeah, if they're not red, then – There's a bit about the way they dress – Mm, they love yeah. wearing those rubber cores bracelets, you know, where it's like the ride to live fucking Armstrong things. There's like these weird yeah, things. Take the that, live strong band off, mate. Yeah, we, we get it, dude. Rubber cores bracelets. We get it. Relax. They're, they're, you can tell. You can tell. Anyway, I don't know what it is exactly. It's a vibe. It's just a vibe thing. It's you an know, energy. It's, it's when you see something enough, you don't, you know, it's like, it's almost like intuition. You see it enough, something's off, something you notice, something there. It's that, okay, you're a pump. It's an energy. Yeah. That's us. That's us. What a show. As always, shout out to everyone. Shout out to the sponsors. See you. Now, we're in Byron this week, punters, dribblers. So, I mean, nothing changes for them, does it? We just do the same shit. We're going to do a show with the gals. There'll still be a potty on Thursday. Yep. It just won't be filmed. Won't be filmed. Won't be filmed. So, you YouTube dick riders, you have to have... You have to dig deep. We'll just upload the audio to YouTube, but you won't be watching anything, so that will kind of... It'll be what it is. Anyway, that's us. Bye-bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?